0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode, another podcast, another YouTube video of Mental Matters. I am Kimberly. I'm with Psyche. And as usual, I am joined by the beautiful Kopano. Hi, Kim. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are you doing? You know, I mean,
1: we just started a new semester. So I am all the notifications but it's not because we are inside we're ready we're committed to this new semester so um, i'm okay i'm okay
0: yeah yeah and I, I think i'm just really excited that like now we kind of know what to expect with e-learning so i'm hoping that this semester i will feel more on top of things true <laughs> but uh let's not be rude it's okay. let's you've got it you've got it <laughs> Let's introduce our really awesome special guest today um that's Miss and Ndalamahora yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm just going to quickly introduce her. She has more than 10 years experience in the field of psychology, in corporate environments, in various organizations, in students' environments and cultures where she has gained immeasurable insights into the dynamics of human behavior. As a registered therapist with a master's degree in counseling psychology, she is currently an academic at the University of Pretoria where she is involved in teaching and research with undergraduate and postgraduate students. On top of that, she has produced numerous technical reports with numerous publications in academic journals in sub-Saharan Africa. And her most recent published work features an international academic resource which was published under Information Age Publishing at the University of Mexico. Again, we're in the presence of greatness. Thank you so, so much for joining us today. Um, Thank you for having me as I remove this beanie from my
2: <laughs> <laughs> from the background. That's, how, that's what happens when you turn on the camera. So I am to keep the camera off because um, I don't think the listener needs to see me. I'm introducing myself. Here I am. <laughs> Um uh, just to hear me more than enough just to hear my voice, and my voice is just as wonderful as my
1: face. We can't argue with the fact agree. Okay. <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely without a doubt. Like <laughs> Uh, but I think before we get into our topic, as usual, uh, Ms. ngatseko what we've been asking all of our special guests is to start us off by just telling us how are you feeling today, where are you at? Um,
2: I was actually sharing with one of my mentees that um, who was asking, how am I? Family the whole family is good. They're intact. Actually. I had to close the windows because they are in a very jovial mood and their voices will Will have come across and overtaken this whole session you will have most probably concentrated on their jovial um, conversations over there um, more than uh, my voice so I had to uh, do that just to, to, to tone that down uh, to tone their mood down. I'm not sure what spiced their mood in the way they did, but as an individual, uh not in such a good space, but I am also myself uh in uh, you know just like anybody else um, taking it step by step one day at a time. Mm-hmm. It's and we're, we're glad that even
1: though you you but you're taking it one step better. Also, before we go further, I just wanted to say Happy Women's Month to the beautiful ah! ladies that are with me. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> happy Women's happy
2: Month <laughs> to you too. And that's also, we uh, are, you. Uh, you know, discussing very. Potential issues related to women this month um, in our YouTube channel, especially relating to gender-based violence in the context of COVID nineteen, because we COVID nineteen has also highlighted the scourge um, of gender-based violence, especially in the first stages of the lockdown. Yeah. So happy month yeah. to you.
1: Thank you. Um, I think we'll just go straight into it, Kim. If you are okay with that, hundred um, percent. We, I think, um, as you say, so we came into this lockdown, um, last week we found out that mental health, so as COVID-19 increased or sort of like decreased. Um, but one of the biggest, like, you know, mental health problems that we have are anxiety, but some. Sometimes you don't really know how to differentiate between just like worrying about something and actually being anxious about something. So, could you please, be, you know, just ask what counts and what is it between anxiety just and like just worrying anything, about something?
2: Um, I mean, be it worry, be, be it sadness. Um, be it, and just like with anything, if something it become, it comes in the way of you being productive, you. Being, um, you know, doing something well, then we then say it's a mental health illness. So I'm giving an example with sadness. So you can be sad, but not necessarily be depressed, because the sadness is a feeling where you can still go with your day to day activities. You can be able to still concentrate in your not severe. So it's about the severity of what is happening to you and how often is it occurring. So versus anxiety it will be marked by are you worrying all the time it's uh, not necessarily just worrying about one this uh, uh, one instance so you will be worrying across things so you are worried about uh, the health you are worried about contracting coronavirus you are worrying about your ex- you are worried about getting better. You are worried about the Sun. You are worried about the economy So 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 then we say you are an anxious person That's when we will say that is anxiety and as I said also the frequency in which it happens So and also the intensity in which it happens. That's the difference between the worry and the anxiety um, how, What is it? Is it general is it in general it, is it in one instance or is it in many instances so maybe if I'm thinking my children right now and I'm paranoid about their safety I across the board paranoid about a lot of things I'm paranoid about gems I'm paranoid about you know um, people just looking at me I'm paranoid about me getting into a car so now we take it it's across things instead of it in. in a, some days why am I worrying about the children's safety then it's across things and as I said the frequency in which it happens and then, then the, also the intensity it happens. It will then give us that the differentiation that this is no longer just worrying in general but then it's an anxiety disorder.
0: If I can just ask um, mm-hmm. Ms. Nkateko, how do, what what is actually happening to our body then when we are anxious? You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people speak about panic attacks as well. What is actually happening physiologically to us when we undergo that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and one of the
2: indicators, and it's a good question that you're asking, Kim, one of the indicators is that losing breath. And you will hear a lot of people who are in a... a Panic attack, um, so symptoms of anxiety, it's not necessarily the anxiety itself. It's what happens to you when you are anxious. So other people, it attacks them in that way. Um, and other people, let's say if somebody has got OCD, then they will have compulsions, um, you know, that that they obsess, be it washing of hands, be it counting. So those are different uh, symptoms that we see when people are anxious. and we. We also have, within the anxiety disorders, we've got different anxieties. So in a um, panic attack, what usually people will explain an occurrence that feels like they are about to die. So they lose their breath, uh, their chest closes up, they've got a lung on their throat as if air cannot pass, as if it's very painful when air passes. I had a, a client who was in hospital, COVID-19 patient um, about two weeks ago, and she was saying when she was breathing, it felt like there was something literally on her throat, but her COVID-19 um, was very much mixed in with anxiety, and that is why I had to consult with her while she was in hospital, obviously online, because she's you know being isolated, um, But Anxiety, not necessarily by the positive results of being COVID uh, positive because, because the medication. But her anxiety got the better of her where she could not cope with the diagnosis very well. So, those are some of the things that people will express. They will express things like, um, you know, sweat palms, um, a sweaty brow. You know dilated pupils, acute hearing, highness of the mouth, um you know where a person feels like they are on on some sort of very strong medication where their mouth is dry all the time and they needing to drink um, and the shakes as well you know uh, heart pounding uh, stomach almost like they are getting sick to the pit of their stomach, just the sickening feeling that they get so those are some of the physiological uh, symptoms and that is why whenever i give tips to f- people who are who've got anxiety disorders the first thing that i give as a tip people take for granted uh breathing and i know i'm getting into tips of how to cope with this but it's it's fine uh, let's let's let the conversation slide uh, i mean uh, yeah yeah um flow nicely so, so th- those are some of the things that I will say to somebody who's anxious, I will say, we take for granted, we think that we are breathing while we actually just, um, let me just switch on my video so that I can just uh, demonstrate what we usually do. So we, we're usually in this mode most of the time. We're not necessarily breathing. And, um, you know, I take my clients through breathing, breathing exercise to demonstrate the proper breathing um, in, in helping them to um, fill the bloodstream with oxygen because um, we, you know, cortisol has got a place in our bodies. Um, it helps regulate the stress. But then in excess, it then um, works against us physiologically and uh, psychologically. It works against us when it's, it's just too much in our bloodstream. And what, that's what excessive uh, stressing and ex- excessive anxiety, which normally people cannot help. And that is why we say it's a diagnosable um, pathology or disorder, a mental health disorder. Um, because people sometimes, they cannot help bad be worried and be anxious um until we give them those clues or we unpack what makes them to be anxious such as now in the COVID context we understand why people are worried we will, that is why we're not judgmental to say you know get over it or why are you so anxious we understand why people are anxious so those are one of the one of that will help to uh, for, for a person because what it does when we are in an, that an, anxious um, and when we having that anxiety attack it's either a flee, a fight or a freeze response so we are in a way by taking a deep breath we are fooling the brain in thinking that there is no harm that the, the threat is gone and therefore we got we get back to the rational way of being
1: Oh, wow. Um, I think that, like, sort of female your brain is very interesting to me because, you know, oftentimes we neglect that we are. What happens okay, so now we are, we are in the second semester of our year. Well, UP is starting with the second semester of the year. Yeah, and we know this it's way more trickier, uh, well, I've found it to be in my little four years here, to be um, more challenging, more stressful because of that, and now it's like even shorter, um, and we're really feeling overwhelmed. How do we, you know, deal with this feeling of, like, being overwhelmed from, like, the get-go of this?
2: And I think you have had me, Kopano, uh, earlier on. When Kim asked me, how am I doing? I said, I'm not so great, but then I'm taking it day by day. I think that is the mistake that often people make in being overwhelmed by wanting to take it on or by thinking about everything all at the same time and that makes the situation even worse and by by the way it worsens it by this and which it, it, it you know it's um, it's a paradox so now you are overwhelmed you want to do everything or everything that you can get your hands to or your brain into or your eyes into or you know your body into and then you are stressed more what that does is it, de- it immobilizes you, it paralyzes you. So in your paralysis, then you pause. In your paralysis, as you pause, what happens? Work does not go away. It piles up. What happens when you see that work is piling up? You panic more because work is not going away. But then by taking one step at it, you, you make ticks. And whatever you were not able to get to, you look at it. Is it a priority? Is it not a priority? If it's not a priority, if it does not have a deadline, I will give an example. Yesterday, I had a couple of deadlines, but I did not get to all of them. Were they all priorities? No. Uh, Monday with Putora psychologist was priority because it's got to be aired on a Monday. Before I focused on that, once I saw that it was already 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., that's what I finished off with, in exhaustion. And then, then I thought the other things, some things that the deadline is the fifth, which is in two days' time. How do I then balance that? I looked at today to-do list. Can I fit it in? Not with uh, uh, discussions like this. I was in supervi, um, in feedback, um, in the morning. I'm in another meeting later. And then, then the key need my attention most probably it's not gonna be done uh, today but then can I slot it in tomorrow sure we can slot it in until the date deadline comes so that's then you tackle uh, everything you give them priorities you give them um, according to your abilities your strength your energy levels your energy also will do. sometimes students will say you know I'm unable to write my dissertation I'm unable to read I'm, I'm able to study and I will say I want you to read, even if it's two paragraphs, even if it is two paragraphs. accumulatively, it's going to be five pages by the time you finish at the end. If you don't have energy, if you cannot get into it. But then there will be days where The two paragraphs is not two paragraphs because you've got energy. Maybe you have let go of, I'm not eating chocolate this week. I'm not eating chocolate this week. I'm not eating chocolate this week. And then you decide you're going to eat on Thursday. And then you've got energy for days because you have given your soul what it wanted. And then you've got uh, energy and you might be able to cover the whole chapter on the day and use the energy of the day to be able to accomplish what you could not accomplish in the days where you were not motivated. So again, it's that whole thing. How do you eat an elephant? One bite size at a time. And actually it does work. You cannot take on everything at the same time, especially in an overwhelming Situation in an overwhelming environment because it's just going to make you feel even more worthless, to feel more unmotivated, to feel you as doing something that is little towards just writing off that to do list.
0: Yeah, that is 100% true. Like everything you just said, I saw myself. Being myself doing exactly what you 're talking about this semester, so I think i 'll definitely try that in terms of the one one paragraph, even if it 's just one paragraph that day that 's fine um, but I, I just want to jump back a little bit to the strategies that you spoke about in terms of how we keep um, how we keep the anxiety in check you know and how we ensure that we are not feeling overwhelmed so you you mentioned breathing for instance. Can you tell us, you know, I did watch a YouTube um, video where you were speaking about this, and I just found it so, so interesting. Uh, I realized basically I've been breathing wrong all my life. So could you please teach us and the listeners how to breathe properly? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, I was going to talk about the other tips, but then uh, maybe let me finish with it. Um, let me finish with how do we do that but I want to talk about other tips that can help us with anxiety so we talked about taking things one step at a time we talked about breathing uh, I also as much as I'm a believer in doing in, 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 in just being in a momentum and, and just rolling where you don't have strength and it's okay to let it go it's okay to write a paper, and I'm saying this as your lecturer, who earns 80 percent and 70 percent and 90 percent, but sometimes it's OK to click "Submit on, on what you, It's a mediocre paper. It is fine. I'm not promoting a substandard or mediocre lifestyle, not at all, or else I will not be where I am right now. But I'm saying that at times it is possible that circumstances are so far and beyond your control that you don't have strength left to be able to fight, to be able to fight for a dead distinction, to be able to fight, to produce that paper. Sometimes it's okay to click submit. And by the way, you'll be surprised. I've got lots of clients where I say that and, you know, they want to cringe. They want to cry because this is not their standard. And some of them will come back and say, you remember that part? You got four, you know. I thought it's a fail, or it's like a 49 or a 48 or a 50, but I got I surprised myself so that if now you had put all of the effort together, you will have gotten in the 90s or in the high 80s. So sometimes it, it is okay, um, to let it go. Sometimes things are out of your our control, things that are out of our control, we need to surrender them. We need to surrender them to God in prayer. In, 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 in recognizing that that are beyond us, that we cannot really um, be in control of things that we are in control of. As I said, you take them step by step. You do them little by little. Uh, you don't do all of them all at once. Um, people think that sleeping is relaxing. Sleeping is not relaxing. Uh, I am saying this on record. By the way, your brain works much more when you are sleeping than when you are not. It's consolidating everything that you have learned, everything that you have observed. That is why we dream, because it's making sense of things. So your your brain is at the most active years. Your body is resting, it's dormant. But your brain is working extra hard. That is why we talk about relaxation techniques, and those relaxation techniques are different for different people. For other people, it might be escapism, and escapism. I'm not talking about toxic escapism or um, non-constructive con- a- a- escapism, such as taking lucid drugs or you know alcohol. That is a way of escaping, but not it harmful. So um, ways in which you can escape outside your adult life. If you think um, adulting is a trap, wait until you are right now. <laughs> you know, um, so that, you know, escaping a little bit into the fantasy world that is safe, it's not infringing on any body's human uh, human right, you know, be it serious binging, um you know for me it was decadent chocolate uh, brownies and uh, my kids came to ask me and say "Eh, where are the brownies and i said i shared them with your dad and i was lying it was all me so (laughs) that was you know (laughs) that was um so so that is also that is a a form of escape and i was also about to write On my st- status, hello, I'm Kateko, and my drug of choice is sugar. So those are some of the ways in which, as I said, as long as it's not, uh, excuse me. Uh, <coughs> sorry about that. As long as it's not infringing on somebody's human right, um, it's fine to switch off like that. Uh, walks are wonderful exercising it's something that is wonderful yes i know it is hard for most people you know it's daunting for most people to say where do i even start Once you start you know the benefits of it and you feel so good because firstly in exercising you're not only putting in post body, but you also rele- releasing endorphins remember we talked about cortisol which is a stress hormone here the endorphins Feel good hormones. It's same as those four um, slabs of uh, uh, brownie, that heavy uh, three chocolate uh, decadent uh, brownie. It's more or less just the same. Um, obviously, it takes effort, but then that effort it's also contributing to your well-being as well. And um, then spend time with having and supportive towards you. Not spending time with toxic uh, people, but spending time with a support system, be it that video call, that um, CD chart, um, you know, looking at jokes or watching comedy, reading that um, you have a book that you've been putting on the shelf because, you know, you're looking at the academics and you are pushing assignments and stuff. But hey, there's a feel good or a light book that you've been putting on the shelf Take it and let it take you somewhere. That's also one form of escapism. It's, it's by reading because then you just create this whole story and you create your own characters in terms of how they look like, what they uh, speak and, you know, what kind of um, living uh, do they live. So it's, it's also one of those escapism um, that you can, you can, some of the tips that I can share with you before then I demonstrate the relaxation techniques. So I'm going to just take a sip of water and then to the camera. Okay. So in terms of, as I already mentioned earlier on, is that most people do not breathe properly. Um, So you need and taking enough air that it will be able to last you as you exhale out slowly to the count of CO we breathe in through your nose and then you hold for three and out and to a count of six so i'm going to be counting as you do it breathe in through your nose one, two, three, and hold and then out one two three four, five, six. So for you to know that you have taken enough breath, should be able to to hold your breathing out throughout. So in again, in through your nose. One, two, three, and out through your mouth. One, two, three four, five five yes, so do not be running out of breath. And then also what you do, and you'll find that sometimes it happens automatically, but you can also drop your shoulders and you will see that it makes you feel quite relaxed by dropping your shoulders down and feeling. Warmth of in through your nose and out through your mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six. And you don't even need to wait for moments like this where you have time and you are sitting down and you are looking at yourself in the mirror or anything like that. You can even be doing it while standing in a queue uh, while you are you know, on a hard phone call, you know, some phone calls are not easy phone calls and maybe I'm speaking for myself because uh, that is one of the things that I hate the most, it's a phone call. <laughs> you know, um, making something to eat and, and so on. So you can be practicing to breathe so that it becomes part of your lifestyle to, to breathe uh, deeply.
1: Wow, um, I feel more relaxed already. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to quick, a little divergence, you know, all of our conversation, and just ask what happens because you spoke about um, the people that surround us. So surrounding yourself with positive people, people that are not you, If let's say you your parents don't, you know, understand the concept of anxiety. Um, I know, especially people of color. Uh, uh, health is still sort of a uh, murky waters you know people don't necessarily understand and people's parents most importantly don't understand so, you know if you were at raised, you would know like okay this is how I handle my anxiety this is what I do this is what I do or you know in for example Pretoria but now that you're home and you're schooling from home it's a whole complete you know different situation where it's like okay now I'm trying to handle being at home and also school And also, now sort of explaining or get my parents to understand what it means when I'm anxious. How do you sort of navigate that?
2: Sure. And it is hard, especially when you're saying, you know, you tell them and you're being judged or you are afraid to tell them because you're afraid to be judged, which I will not tell in such an environment because it will make you feel worse, you know, be it with friends or family or. You know somebody that you think you trust uh i will not tell where you are not supported fully um as up students your you are also your 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 student support is open fully and there are psychologists that are available for you online such as what we're doing right now with video conferencing or voice um on a telephone or whatsapp you know so they there is help out there for you. So you don't need to be speaking to people who are immediately with you. Although, yes, it will have been fantastic to be supported by them. Because they are with, the, with you more That you'll be talking to over the phone or over um, WhatsApp or Blackboard uh, Collaborate and so on. So what I'm saying is that help is there. Uh, UP students functional. It's open. You can make an appointment and you will be seen by um, a psychologist.
0: Thank you so much, um, ma'am. I think that was a brilliant question, Copano. Um, and, you know, I, I think like you said, ma'am, it would be great if our immediate support uh, systems could be on board and, and we could feel safe enough to share all of those things. But like you said, sometimes we, we have to deal with the reality of the situation we're in. And, and try to make the best of it. So I think you you really brought up a really good point there. Uh, just for the sake of time, I think we're gonna have to cut it here, but we really are looking forward to having you uh, back um, on this platform with us on mental matters, possibly on a different topic uh, where we can also explore the mental health related issues in that aspect. Let me just check in with Copano. Copano, do you have any questions that we can quickly Ask Miss um, Okay, I think, sorry, I think my network cut out there. That's fine. Um, but I think, yeah, on behalf of myself, I'm a but,
1: human now, a little baby, so I'm good.
0: There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, no, that's perfect, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so so appreciative of everything that you've taught us today, everything that you've answered in terms of our questions. Um, And like I'm saying, we're just really looking forward to having you back on. And yeah, I think from me, from Kim Psyche, thank you so much. And Kopano, Tax FM.
1: From Kopano, from Tax FM.
0: (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Episode of Mental Matters. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week.